to Inner Bloom, a podcast about how to live a happier, healthier, more harmonious life as you learn how to work with the universe, reconnect with your intuition, and bloom from within. I'm Alexa, a writer, producer, and EFT practitioner with a passion for all things metaphysical. And with me is my friend and co-host, Ambie. I'm Ambie, a physical therapy assistant, mom of three, an intuitive medium who has been communicating with the spirit world since the age of five. Some might call it woo-woo, but from our perspective, anything is possible, and we intend to normalize the abnormal by sharing our own life experiences as well as intuitive insights, channeled material, wisdom from special guests, and any other resources we believe will help our souls expand and thrive. Bloomers. I had to really think about that. Do you think? Did you see that? Yeah. I am Ambrosia Matthews, and with me is Alexa Hauser. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Hello. Hello on a weekend. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode. We are Facebooking this on Sunday, but you will be hearing this on Monday. Um, how are you doing, Ambi? I'm doing super duper. How are you doing? Um, I'm doing really well. It's really nice to have a break. You know what I mean? Like we, I feel like we go so hard during the week. We go, we go, we go. And then on the weekends, it's just like this cloud of like, it's just this space where I just get to like drop it all for like two days. I know that's what weekends yes. are, but I'm just really appreciating a weekend right now because seriously, it's doing me some good. It's good. Yeah. That's good. How are you feeling lately? Because like there was a moment where everybody was like really tired and I still feel like super drained. I have been feeling tired lately and drained and mm-hmm. I think I've been just like fighting against it and today I was just like you know what? If this is if this is my new normal, I'm just going to have to roll with it. I'm just going to have to accept like the, I'm just going to have to take little naps, take little breaks and deal with it. But I don't know. I also feel like this happens in my life a lot. Like did, haven't if you look back on the past year, mm-hmm. do you notice that about yourself? Like yeah. there'll be these stretches of time where we're so energized and I feel like I can't I can't fail. I just feel like this is happening and this is happening and these ideas are coming and and it feels like you're on this upward trajectory and then it, it also now it feels like you're kind of like going down and you're like all right I'm tired I'm hibernating I'm resting mm. I'm recuperating I'm gearing up for that next like supercharge mm-hmm. you feel yeah, that way definitely I do feel that way I feel that a lot yeah I get it <laughs> um how's your weekend my weekend's been really nice um just been I did chores today, which is fun. Got to go grocery shopping with the fam. Um, And then last night, go ahead. No, I was just saying sometimes those are the best moments of life, honestly. Yeah, it was nice because we only had Oliver. We didn't have the other two kids. They didn't want to come with us. And let me tell you, sometimes it's just nice to just have like all of your attention on one person. Oh my God, that's my life story. I can't, I I don't know how you do it, to be quite honest with you. Like, I don't know I, either, dude. I really don't. I told you this before. Like, I'm very specifically designed to give most of my attention to one human being. So I don't know how you do it. You have a partner. You have your mom. And then you have – like, you have your husband. You have your mom. And then you have three children that all want your undivided attention. Right. And then the like, dog as well. Yes. wants my undivided attention. Oh, my God. It's yeah. a lot. Yeah. It is a lot. But you know what? Actually, I'm glad that we're talking about this because yesterday, is it yesterday? It might have been Friday. I don't recall. It's irrelevant. I was feeling very like tired and run down. I think I took a nap in the middle of the day, which is not like me. And then um, I just felt like really pulled in a lot of different directions. So I just took a bath. I was like, mommy's going to take a bath. And then... (laughs) Every five minutes, it was like, boom, boom, boom. And I'm like, yeah. go away. Yeah. <laughs> There's another grown-up here. Go away. And they're like, but I have to tell you. You don't have to tell me anything. Go. It's mommy's bubble bath time. Yeah, it's bubble bath time. Get out. So I think it's important to, like, recharge your batteries. Yeah, exactly. And not feel, like, mom guilt about it. Or Yeah. Yeah, definitely. A 10-minute bath isn't going to hurt anybody. Definitely. It's only going to help everybody. Exactly. Let, let mom's bath 
<laughs> just like see a picket sign. Yeah. Oh, good times. Well, I went to – I had like a really interesting afternoon yesterday. I went to like the Dover racetrack where I had gotten this gift for my boyfriend a while ago um, where he could like race cars. Uh, he could race a race car like on this track. And yeah. it was like the funnest experience just going and like he had to go to like race car school and then he got to like get in this like jumpsuit. And then he like got – he like they, they literally – dude, when you get into a race car, did you know they literally have to take the steering wheel out and take parts of the car out and then you go in and then they put it in on top of you like I, was I did like, not know that <laughs> yeah. I was like slightly nervous but it honestly looked so fun he looked like he was having the best time and it was just like I don't know I was like I'm gonna come back and do this because I didn't like it just looked so fun so it's quick tip everyone Groupon has like these amazing experiences yeah. on there that you would I got him a thing to he flew his own plane before and now he's ri- driving this race car I haven't looked in a while there's pro- probably some other really cool things but just saying if you need a gift for someone Groupon we did the same thing for my father-in-law a couple years ago from Groupon yeah race car yep did he love yeah. it he did love it yeah he liked yeah. it a lot Yeah, I was thinking it would be really, really cool to actually, like, rent out the whole place and have, like, all your friends, like, um, if you have the money to spend. Yeah, you got over money, girl. (laughs) (laughs) One day, it's going to be on my vision board to rent out this racetrack. Um, But anyway, it's been an interesting weekend. Um, That's fun. Yeah. But so, yeah, so we were thinking today um, a topic that, or something that has been popping up, I think in both of our lives, but something that I've been thinking about quite a bit has been this idea. Well, okay, let's rewind. So we were at our, we were at our retreat in Austin, Texas. Um, when was it? Oh, like three, three weeks ago? Not, yeah, three Roughly, weeks ago. Yeah. Three weeks ago, and and one of the portions of the retreat, uh, Ambrosia was going around giving everyone some quick like intuit or answering a couple of questions intuitively. So the retreat was like partly very practical and partly you know intuitive and woo and spiritual. So this was one of the woo woo parts, and Ambrosia was going around and said you know you can ask a couple questions, and when she got to me, I asked I don't know what the I forget what the question was. It doesn't matter. The point was. The answer that came back was essentially like, (laughs) the specific answer was, if you want to color your hair, just color your hair. And that might seem really like innocuous to a lot of people, but to me, it really was this like moment of almost like, whoa, I felt like what I was being told was like, essentially, if you, it's not about the hair. It's like, if you want to make a change in yourself, make the change. Don't wallow in the change or don't wallow in like, oh, this thing's different. I wish it could be different. Or I have this thing and not do anything about it. For example, if like I have gray hairs around here and that's why they use that example, because that was the thing that would make most sense to me. But it's like, if you have gray hairs and you don't like the gray hairs, then color your freaking hair. If yeah. you, whatever it is, if you ha- have this thing and you don't like the thing, then don't sit there wallowing in th- that you have this thing. Just go deal with the thing. So one of the things that came out of that for me was something that I've really been wanting to do recently. Or it's not something I've been wanting to do. Actually, I've been like afraid of it and resistant to it. But my forehead, okay, ever since I was little, I had these like, I my parents always told me this. I'm sure a lot of parents told their kids this, but I'm telling you, I was a pro at this. Wrinkling up my forehead, scrunching up my forehead and like getting real, like to let my parents know I wasn't happy. And my mom would always comment on it. She would always be like, your forehead's going to freeze that way. Your forehead's going to blah, blah. And I would be like, no, it's not. I'm going to be like this forever. I'm going to be young forever. Nothing's ever going to happen. You're wrong. Tough and, times. Yeah, tough times. <laughs> and got to like, you know, literally, especially within the past two years or so, it's been like, I've been looking and it's been like really, really like deep lines right here in my forehead. And it bothers me. Like every time I want to take a picture or I want to whatever, it's all I can see. And it doesn't matter if other people are seeing it, whatever, it's all I can see. And so what really came out of that little reading, that one little message was this realization, like, if you don't like that, then go freaking do something about it. Like, don't just, hey, Jerome. Jerome's watching. Hey, and Jerome. Mar- and Marabella. Hi. Hi, Marabella. Happy belated <laughs> birthday, girl. <laughs> um, 
So anyway, I had been resisting thinking about doing anything about it, like Botox or anything like that, because I'm like, that's not spiritual and that's not healthy and that's not natural and that's not all these things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And finally, it was just this like permission slip of like, it doesn't it doesn't really matter. What matters is that you wake up every day feeling like good about yourself, no matter what it is, like that you wake up every day feeling like you can go out in the world and represent yourself in the way that you feel inside. You know what I mean? And so in a way, it is a spiritual thing to do. Like in yeah. a way, it really is because it's helping you match your, how you feel on the inside with the outside. And so um, so anyway, it's something that I did um, a week ago. And I My honestly, forehead's looking good, girl. <laughs> Thank you. Looking and real I good. Honestly, let, me, let me see you scowl. Let me see you. I, can't I, do it. Can't, I can't. Yeah, I can't fucking do it. I love it. <laughs> Keep going. No, but I just – and so then this has been a topic that I think has been coming up a lot, and I think it's a really interesting topic to talk about in general of, like, beauty versus, and mm-hmm. spirituality and also, you know, just this idea of, like, instead of, you know, wallowing in this problem, like, why don't you actually make shifts in order to um, feel the best you can feel? And, and, and I think it's important to examine this question of, like, is it spiritual or, or whatever? Because, like we just said, spirituality, you know, I think that, I don't know, I think that's a label that can be put on a lot of things or it's an excuse that can be used for a lot of things and really, like, Spirituality is just getting to know yourself. And if what yourself wants is to be super confident and, you know, feel and, and present yourself a certain way, then you should be able to do that. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I love it. And I think um, it goes back into like judging other people. It goes back into like, well, that's not really natural. That's not really spiritual. Like you're, you know, you're misleading people. Like, no, you're not. You're not misleading people. Like, you know, you're just doing what makes you happy. If you want to, it's no different than like contouring your face. Yeah. If that makes you happy, then you contour the shit out of your face. (laughs) And if Botox makes you happy, then you Botox it up, homie. Botox makes me happy and I'm going to keep doing it. I got nothing. Can't move it. And I love it. We literally both did it within like two weeks of each other. I never want to move my forehead again. So, like, I have no desire to move my eyebrows again. (laughs) Well, that's the thing. It's like, for example, like some – okay, a very common thing that women do, for example, right? They always go and get their nails done. They always go and shape their eyebrows. They go and Mm -hmm. color their hair. Cut your hair. Like, I mean – and these are things that I think we've – we're like, well, that's different because your nails grow back, your hair grows back, your your eyebrows like grow back, right? But it's the same thing with something like this. It's like it wears, it wears off, off eventually. Yeah. But I think there's this con- mis- there's this uh, there's this superficiality with it because it's mm-hmm. it makes you think about like plastic surgery and stuff. But let's even go into that because listen, I was the biggest. Do it. Uh, I. Let's do it. Yeah, I got my arm up here. Let's get ready. Let's go. I was, and I've talked about this on this podcast, I was so against plastic surgery. I I mean, I've never had it, but I have been so against it since I was little because I remember my mom was like, um, when I was, I don't know, I had just gotten my driver's license. uh, So I was 16. And my mom said, I'm going to have a little bit of like an outpatient like thing on my face. And I remember going, Mom, you no, you can't, you can't. I was it was like making me cry. I remember when she told me. And she's like, Yeah, no, I am. I'm like, no, why? Like you're so beautiful, you don't need to do any of that. And it scared me. I didn't want my mom to not look like my mom. You know what I mean? And I was mm-hmm. worried that she was not gonna look like my mom. And so she was like, well, I'm going to do it. And you don't have to, like, have anything. Also, my mom was on TV at this time every day. So this was important to her, and you know. But anyway, at that time, my mom was like, well, you're not going to be involved with it. So it doesn't really matter. Like, I've told you that I'm doing it. Like, whatever. Well, come to, to the actual procedure. And turns out I did have to be involved with it because whoever was supposed to pick my mom up from the the – the procedure like couldn't I guess my dad was going to be able to but then he had to work I don't know turns out I had to do it and when I got there it was like the most traumatizing thing of my life because my mom's face was like black and blue literally Mm. and 
and I cried the whole time. I was so angry. I was crying. I like I was mean to her. Like I dropped her off at home and then I left again. Like it was just very traumatic for me because I was being put in a situation that really scared me and and I judged a lot and I was in and then it was even more scary than I thought. But, you know, she was fine like a couple hours later and she understood all that. But anyway, this is all to say this is this has been like a long time thing of like judgment of this and judgment of like altering your body. However, you know, my opinion has evolved like over time as well. And, you know, I look at someone and this this may bring up all of the superficial feels, but I look at someone, for example, like Kylie Jenner. Okay. And, okay. And okay. I, well, I was thinking about who that was for a second because I don't, I don't stalk the Kardashians. But yes, keep going. <laughs> okay. Well, she's the youngest of them, I think. Right. She's also like the richest of them. I don't. I don't know. Get it, Maybe. girl. Whatever. But the point is, before if you look at pictures, and it's hard to even conceive of this now. But if you look at pictures of her from a few years ago, mm-hmm. literally completely di- like. Very insecure looking person, I guess, of all of them. But very, very, very thin lips, like very, very frail body, all this. And now you look at her and if you watch her at all, just the energy she exudes with all the changes she made to herself, it's like, it's almost like that was what was inside wanting to come out. Like the more I watch her, the more I'm like, oh, you knew exactly what you were doing. You knew who you were. The outside just, you didn't feel like it matched it. And I think of it from like, I do zoom out and think of it from a spiritual perspective or just a broader perspective and think, what if that's like part of her purpose is to show people that you can create yourself however you want. Just like we say on this podcast all the time, you can create your life however you want. If you don't like the life you're living, change it. And I mean that on like, if you don't like the way that your life looks, if you don't like your job, relationship, whatever it is, like then you can change it. You have that much power, but also like you have that much power to create how you show up in the world. Mm -hmm. And you can do that in a multitude of ways, but I, I feel like I feel like it's a really good example of someone who like really like just, I don't know, designed themselves and they feel so good about it and it's radiating through everything that they do, you know? Well, I also think of like a transgender person. Yes. That's a great example too. So like someone, again, just in case you've been under a rock and you don't know what that is, um, someone that's born either a man or a woman and they feel the opposite of, of whatever gender they're born with. Um, And there's other gray areas in there, but for the whole, we'll say that. Um, I see on Facebook and Instagram, a couple of people, not a a lot of people, but a couple of people that are going through like the surgical process of becoming either a man or becoming a woman. And I know people in real life that have gone through it. And it's by no means easy. It doesn't seem easy. but it makes them feel better and it makes them feel like who they truly are. So who are we to say like, you're being vain or you're wrong or that's not spiritual. Like, fuck you. They're just trying to live their best life. You know, like <laughs> yeah. who are someone to tell us that like by getting Botox, we're not spiritual. Fuck you. We're just trying to live our best <laughs> lives. I just don't want forehead lines. Fuck Leave you. me alone. So like, <laughs> But that's no, that's a great example. I'm so glad you brought that up because that and and I think about that, for example, I think about, well, why does that situation occur? Right. Like, why does that occur in nature where Mm -hmm. um, someone is born a certain gender? They don't feel like they're that gender. And then they switch like what what is on a larger scale? What is the purpose of that? And again, it goes back to like this power that because when you set when you're born into something, so this can be a way you look, a gender that you have, like the biology of you, whatever. But when you're born into something and you feel that you would be happier as something else, whether it's a different feature or literally a different body part and a whole different gender persona, you have to come into your own power to make yeah. that decision. Because it's not like a it's it's not like painting your nails. It's not just yeah. like, I'll do this color and then I'll wipe it off and do this color. It's it, permanent. It's, it's, it's permanent and it's, yeah, it's permanent. You're making a decision. You know what yeah. I mean? And so when I zoom out and I think about what, what the purpose of, of um, 
souls that, you know, are, are in that situation, I think like that's, they're demonstrating power. Like they're demonstrating, they're coming into their own power. They're demonstrating the power that they have to make a decision about themselves, no matter what anyone else thinks, you know? You know what else I'm thinking of? It's like limitless potential. Mm, Yep. Like going back into, if you don't like something about yourself, change it. Because I remember what, 10 years ago, how many times did people want to be like professional video game players, right? And then YouTube came out and there are children that get paid money to open up toys on YouTube. And it kind of blew everybody's mind of like what is possible. And I think um, transgender individuals are doing the same thing for like how you perceive yourself and how you allow the world to perceive you. Like you're kind of just ripping the veil off of like, anything's possible and you're like holy shit and that's gonna come i think whether you get botox whether you get your nails done or whether you are transgender and you decide to go through that journey because it is a journey um you're gonna have people that don't agree with you and they're gonna tell you that they don't agree with you so you really like you said you really have to come into your own power and say i don't really care what people think and that. That's an amazing statement. And trust yourself. And and yeah. you have to trust yourself too because Definitely. that can be scary. You know, when you when you feel something, like you feel like you want to make a change, but you're 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 taking into account. I mean, I know I've done this. Like you 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 hear your inner voice saying, I want this, and then you take into account what everyone else wants. It feels like, oh no, what if I make this shift and I can't go back and then everyone else calls me on it you know what I mean but Mm -hmm. if if you're feeling called to a certain shift then you really have to trust that you know you really have to trust that. that's like I I remember an episode that we did um I think it was one with arc nine where you were channeling and we were talking about the body and we were talking the arc nine was saying how the body actually like has its own wants and its own desires and that's why a lot of us manifest tattoos sometimes or or whatever else you can manifest on the body but that's sometimes like the body's actually making that decision um because it has its own journey that it's going on um and so like I've been thinking about that a lot lately, how it's like, hey, my body has like wants and needs. My body has ways it wants to express itself. And, you know, me trying to evaluate how everyone else is going to feel about it really interferes with my connection with my body, Mm -hmm. you know. And so the best thing I can do, just the way that we're always being told to connect inside to like our inner being or our higher self and, and, you know, our own like higher wisdom also remember to like connect into your body because there might be certain ways that it wants to express and we'll never take we'll never hear that if we're so busy like worrying about what other people how other people will perceive it or if this you know if they're gonna make fun of it or 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 whatever you know Mm -hmm. um so it really requires a level of trust too definitely does it definitely does like when i had a tummy tuck i was really scared yeah i was really scared that what if something happens during the surgery? What if I don't like it? Um, all of these things. And to be 100% honest, it's not how I thought it would be. It's what not. did you think it would be? <laughs> I thought I would have abs. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I would like have not like a abs. six pack, right? And yeah. be like, fuck yeah, like yeah. I can eat pizza and do what I want now. No, that is not <laughs> the situation. Um, I knew I would have scars. So, like, that part I was prepared for. But I guess I wasn't prepared for, like, this little pooch at the bottom. And, like, the doctor's like, well, you got to it's um, adipose tissue, which is a term for fat tissue. Ah. So, I'm like, that's a tough day. It's a tough day to hear that. <laughs> so, you, so, you still have to factor I in real life stuff. <laughs> real life stuff. Yeah. yeah. Tough times ahead. But <laughs> but it, it it's interesting because, like, I think that. It is a slippery slope you can do- go down very quickly is like getting plastic surgery to fix something that you could fix with exercise and dieting or exercise and eating well. Um, like cool sculpting. Man. <sighs> have you heard of that? Yeah, I have. It's like Fucking freezes cool. your fat cells or something. Freezes your fat cells. But like there are side effects to that too, right? Yeah. 
So realistically, do I need cool sculpting? No. Is it like the easy way out? Yes, it's the easy way out. And you know what I mean? So just work a little harder and do stuff like that. But I'm still on the bandwagon of, I had like, um, like a mommy apron from having all the kids yeah. and being heavy. Cut it off. No amount of cool sculpting is going to get rid of that. Yeah. Or, and I was down to 92 pounds. So no amount of weight loss is going to get rid of that either. So if it's something like that that you want to change, then do it. Yeah, I think you have to have a holistic approach when it comes to like yeah. beauty and and your body and every and your appearance, right? You have to have a holistic approach where it's like there are there's time and place for things like, like cosmetic procedures. There's time and place for um and there's always a place for diet and exercise, yeah. always. Yeah. You know, and that's never going to change, but can you supplement certain things? Yeah, because is like you said, there's no way that 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 was ever going to go away just like on its own. And and if and if getting rid of that made you feel more confident, which I feel like it did. Like I feel like yeah. it really did. Like when we were in Austin, like I felt like you were like really feeling yourself. I was really I've been really <laughs> feeling myself lately. I'm yeah. not going to lie to you. Like even sometimes when I wear like tight pants, I'm like what the hell's happening down there? Yeah. But most of the time I'm like, whoa, look at that stomach, girl. Get it. <laughs> so like. <laughs> but that's the thing. I think it should be like in cell. I, I think I think where society sometimes goes not yeah wrong maybe mm-hmm. is like we're all trying to follow the trends. Like we're all trying to like be like everybody else. And I think that's where we can get lost. We can get lost and yeah. being like, oh, well, that girl has that, so and that's what's hot or that's what's attractive, yeah. so now I have to have that. Whereas really, like, what we should be doing is, again, like I said, tuning into, well, what does my body want to do and what do mm-hmm. what? how do I feel like I want to express myself and not doing it because somebody else has it, doing it because you genuinely feel like this specific thing is specific to me and this is mm-hmm. what's going to feel good to me and this is what I've been, you know, intuitively feeling and 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 going with that and creating yourself that way um, because I think kind of like the saddest thing would be if we all end up looking like clones of each other. Like we don't want to do that. We want to no. be unique, you know. Yeah. Um, so it's not cute. <laughs> I actually, I want to talk about this really quick. So I know a lot of people that have breast implants and I was talking to one of my girlfriends, God bless her. She's so sweet. I'm not going to say her name out loud, but I love her to pieces. And I was talking to her about it and I was like, well, you know, you have breast implants. Like, do you get sick from it? Like, do you feel weird? And she's like, I don't, but I do have friends that have had like breast implant sickness. And I was like, huh? Like, do you notice like do they eat well? Like, do you notice any trends with them? And she's like, no, but like, if you get sick, just get them taken out. And I was like, that seems like a very easy solution. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I feel well, like not it's such very a- easy. But No, no, no. You're still, I mean, you're still spending like almost 10 grand and you're also and going into the knife again. Yeah. But in the same aspect, that, and this is why I love her, because the way that she said it, it was just like, just get them taken out. out. Like, what's I've the big actually- deal? I've actually seen a lot of people taking out their implants recently. Like I've seen a lot so of people doing it publicly and being like because they they felt adverse side effects. But I mean, some people might vibe with. I don't really know. I don't really know how they do implants these days. So I don't really. So there's. A, can I tell you? Can say. Sure. So there are two different types of implants. There's one that is smooth on the surface, and there was one that's rigid on the surface. The rigid one when you hold it like this, it teardrops more naturally like a breast would. The other one just kind of, it ripples on the side. So you get like that, like side ripple. Um, But because of the, the texture on the top of the one breast implant, it creates tiny little air pockets. And these tiny little air pockets create bacteria in your body. Oh, and that's when wow. people are getting like the the side effects from it because it's like um, an autoimmune. It's showing up like an autoimmune disorder. Crazy. Marabella just said there is a recall on a certain type. That's the one I'm talking the about. Textured one. Yeah, the textured that's ones. I don't know the name. Oh, also Lally Sullivan. Oh, I don't know if you're here, Lally, but she said good morning, ladies from the top end of Australia. Hey. Hi. 
Look at that. We're international. <laughs> I love Australians very much. I want I want the accent. If you could teach me to do the accent, that would be lovely. I um, like the country. Good day. <laughs> I like the country. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, no, it's very interesting. I mean, and I also feel like as technology develops, we'll, we'll, we'll develop healthier ways to do all of this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, because here's what, here's the image I keep getting is like the, just the way that, and we've talked negatively about Snapchat filters, right? But just the way that right now it's like, it's the most normal thing in the world to just like pop pop your screen on and you can just filter through and make yourself whatever you I mean literally whatever you want. I need to do that more often. Keep going. <laughs> no. I'm no, kidding. Well, I'm we kidding. talked about we talked about how like yeah. dis, dis uh disparaging is that, is that the right word? <laughs> disruptive, disheartening it is when you're like going through these really cute filters and you get into filter land and all of a sudden you go back to normal stuff and you're like, oh. <laughs> That's what I look oh, like. I thought my skin was Good. like that, but now it's like this. Okay. Um, I thought my nose was like that, but it's like this. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, but the one thing that is very interesting about the whole filter thing is that I feel like it's showing us, it's like, hey, you can – Literally, like we can create ourselves again. It goes into the creation, limitless possibilities. Mm-hmm. Like we can create ourselves however we want. And so think about like the future. <laughs> Lully said, "Haha, that was a decent effort. Oh, I could do better. I could do better, Lully. Just give me some time, okay? <laughs> Just give me some time." Um, but I feel like when you think about what's going to happen in the future, it's like there must in the future it must be some sort of like projection that we're going to be doing in certain. I mean, right now this is a light projection, like literally, like that yeah. is what our bodies are, light projection. So it's like there must be some way that we're going to be able to manipulate that and then be however we want. But then think about it just the way that like Arc 9 shows up however they want or like Mm. spirits show up however they want. Mm -hmm, But then mm -hmm. think about this. That's going to even come down to more decision making. Like we're going to have to be way more decisive about who we want to be and how we're projecting ourselves because when you have limitless options – what are you going to choose? You know what I mean? Like yeah. you're going to have to like be really decisive about focusing your energy into a certain type of appearance. And I think that's really interesting to think about. Yeah. I want thinner thighs. Done. <laughs> I've decided on it. <laughs> okay. Make it happen. All Let's right. do it. No, have you ever seen, have you ever watched the Twilight Zone? No. I, I love, what's his freaking name? Mulroney or no not that's not his name David Duchovny love him and I is it the old one the one in the gray or black and white are you talking about like the old Twilight Zone yeah okay sorry just kidding that was not the right show so when I was a kid I used to watch the black and white Twilight Zone yeah because the colored version Twilight Zone scared me too badly (laughs) so I was like I can't handle that but I freaking love the Twilight Zone the black and white version and there's this one episode where they have, uh, they're doing surgery for this woman and she wakes up and there's like, oh, we're so sorry. There's nothing that we could do to help you. And you're still hideous. You're still oh, God. gross. Like literally this is what's happening. I'm so sorry. You're and still so, hideous. I'm so sorry. You're still really <laughs> hideous. And so um, the doctor has like a pig face and then like all the nurses have like pig faces basically. And she's like, she looks in the mirror and she's like, oh my God, I'm disgusting. And there's nothing that anybody can do. And then they go through and then they cut to, and she's gorgeous. She's like this beautiful non-pig faced person. Right. right. And the whole premise is like- The Twilight Zone, inverse. Yeah. The whole premise is like the beauty. Hold on. Beauty's in the eye. Thank you. God help me. He's in the eye of the beholder. It could be a serious situation over here. We don't know what can talk. Wait, wait, or is it that like if everybody tells you that you're ugly, no matter how pretty you are, you'll think you're ugly because like they look like pigs, but they were having an attitude of like, oh no, you're hideous. You're hideous because you don't look like us. Right. Right. It's also about like, yeah, fitting. Like, do you really want to fit in, or do yeah. you want to be different? Yeah, and I think, and and this is another thing about like standing out is that like uh, 
So I think up, up until now, I mean, it's starting to happen, but I think it's still a thing. I mean, I still deal with this is like sometimes I get I, f- I really feel myself and I'm like, oh, I want to like wear this and do this and I want to be unique. Right. And I feel mm-hmm. I, I feel like I'm being intuitively like called to do that. So I'll I'll wear certain things or I'll rocks or whatever. And then suddenly, right before I'm about to go into a group of people in this way, I suddenly go like, oh, no. And all this fear comes up from being little, being younger and Mm. trauma from, like, going to school in, like, outfits I probably shouldn't have been in or, like, certain things like that where it's, like, you want attention because you want, like, you want attention, but then you don't want attention because then when you get it, it could, you don't, you don't know how it's going to be. Like, it could suddenly be, like, attention that you don't want. And I think that that is the barrier to people, that is still a barrier to people following their inner calling as to how exactly to express themselves and represent themselves because it's safer to fit in. Like, it's safer to blend in. But then we all just end up wanting to be acknowledged because we're blending in and we're not actually sharing our individual and unique aspects of ourselves I think that could be that I I get what you're saying and I agree and I think that that's how tattoos were perceived 10 years ago how like I want to express myself I want to do this but I don't want to stand out I don't want to be different because then I won't be that's why everyone has the tribal tattoos so they could all Probably. blend in and stand out together. But like, well, like, no, but I mean, like uh, neck tattoos, uh, hand tattoos, r- like uh, sleeves, things like that. Piercings. Those were not OK 15 years ago. Yeah. You could not get a job with a neck tattoo. And now, like I know for a fact that T-Mobile and Verizon, they were if, if you have our like sleeves tattooed. You can wear a short sleeves shirt because you are yeah. relatable. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Places are higher, of course, because like, literally almost everyone blew- has a tattoo. Yeah. It just blows my mind because I remember specifically when um, – I don't remember who it was, but someone I knew got a tattoo like on their wrist or something like that. And I remember the tattoo artist saying to them, are you sure you want to do this because now you're going to have to wear long sleeves all the time at work? No, you just wear a watch. You know my, what I'm saying. Yes, yeah, yeah, I do. Totally. And, I mean, now people have tattoos literally on their faces and it's a normal thing. that anymore because it's normalized. Oh, you just dropped out, but it's okay. I was, was going to – me? No, it's me. It said it was oh. me. It's like your connection is unstable. It's like, oh. fuck you. <laughs> you don't know my connection. Yeah. <laughs> my connection is not unstable. You don't know what kind of connection I have. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, no, oh, I was just times. saying, I was just saying now people now literally face tattoos are like normal. Yeah. Like, I am seeing so many people with face tattoos. I'm like, is this top? This is happening. This is, this we're going is happening. there. Yeah. We're, we're going, going there. We're getting face tattoos. Yeah. I saw, yep. some, I saw a girl actually, I think one of our, uh, coaching, um, one of the amazing ladies in our coaching program, she shared something where this girl was just casually, really pretty girl, just, but she just casually has like, it looks like a beard, but it's like a tattoo. It's a, it looks like tribal, like just right here. Oh. And I'm just like, okay, so this is happening. This is happening. Or like makeup. People get tattooed, makeup Okay, tattooed. but that's like. I'm just saying it is. Oh, no, no. But is it microblading a form of tattoo? Isn't that? Yeah. My, one of my friends a owns a microblading company and it's really cool actually because I have like a little hole in my eyebrow. Where is it? Is it right there? I think it's right there. Like literally it's a hole. Is it there? I don't know. What if it's the there. eyebrows it's there. come you back? see it? See the hole? I barely see it. Yeah, I see no, it No, it's now. a legit hole. People all the time are like, why do you have a hole in your eyebrow? So, <laughs> so I was thinking, I was like, maybe I'll go to her and just be like, can you just like just like microblade, that shit. I'm not really that insecure about that, but it's just, yeah, it is interesting. Damn it. Oh. What? Did See, you drool? I've been like biting the side of my mouth and I'm getting like wrinkle lines. Okay, it's fine. <laughs> it's a slippery I'm just slope, stretch it people. Out. It's a slippery slope. I'm going to stretch it out. <laughs> um, yeah, but like, okay, so my fear with microblading is that what if thin eyebrows come back? I thought about that too, but I don't think thin eyebrows were ever a really good thing. To be honest with you, I never had thin eyebrows. I just kind of waited that trend out. Yeah, I'm I had glad way too the thin thick eyebrows. eyebrows are back. 
Did I, you? I had way too thin eyebrows, and I, I like thick eyebrows, and I think they're here to stay. Just saying. Getting a tattoo on my eyelids freaks me out, though. Like, the pain. Let yeah. me know. If you guys have tattooed makeup, I'd like to hear about it. I'd like to see if it was very painful compared to other spots. Yeah. I bet it is very painful because the tattoos that I've gotten that are the most painful are the ones on the thinnest skin, and your face has thin AF skin. Although I bet you look real good as an 80-year-old with some eyeliner. You never have to worry about that shit. Let me tell you. Well, that's the other thing. You're always going like, how's this going to be when I'm 80? When I'm 80, I'm going to look like I'm 50. So (laughs) I really do wonder about aging for our generation. I really do. I'm really interested in like how it goes. Because we have all the technology and all the resources at this point to really like prevent some shit. So... You know who I was, I was talking, not who, because it doesn't matter, but I was talking to someone about this the other day. We're the same age. And we were like, she was asking me, do you feel like you're 18 or do you feel older? And I was like, you know, I feel a little older than 18, but I don't feel 36. Yeah. Like what you perceive. I never 36 think of you as 36. Like. I and I never that. think of me as 32. I never think of you as 32 either. Like I perceive us in our twenties. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, like, I feel like it's probably going to be that way when we're in our 40s and 50s. And, yeah. And I'll probably just be, like, maybe totally. more responsibility and that's it. You know what's funny? The other day I went to – so one of the <laughs> – so it's, it's really funny, actually. So I do a lot of different things. Inclu- you know, we do a lot of things with this podcast. We do this podcast. I do – I have a healing practice. We are coaches. We lead retreats. We do all this stuff in the space of transformation and health and whatever. And then – We're very bored. And then, no, and then I walk dogs. (laughs) And then that's like my other thing. I walk dogs, which is something that um, I did when I like left the music industry and I really had no idea what I was doing and I wasn't making any money and I had to do something. And basically all the people in the, no, not all the people, what am I talking about? The, there was a woman in my building who, she was so sweet, and she was my friend, and she walked all the dogs in my building, and then she passed away. And then I basically inherited the dogs because I love dogs. I work, I was home all the time, and um, I, I love dogs. I have a dog. So anyway, I started walking dogs, but this was three years ago. So I live in a building of like 126 units or something, and everybody has a dog. So over this time, I've started walking everyone's dogs, and I've never stopped it because I'm like, hey – side money it's awesome I love dogs like it's perfect so the other day I went into one of the one of my uh dog walking clients apartment and she was there and she's so sweet she's this older like she's probably like 80 something so sweet the best and she's always calling me dear and all this and then I go in and she's like uh she's like what did she say? She's she's uh, something came up and somehow I said, "Yeah, oh, she said, how was the wedding you went to last week?" And I was like, "Oh, it was great." She's like, "Weren't you just at one like 2 weeks ago?" I was like, "Yeah, it's it's the it's that time in my life where there's just a million weddings." I was like, "I'm 32." So, and she's like, "You are?" And I was like, "Yeah." She's like, "Oh my god. I I had no idea. I thought you were like way younger." I'm like, no, I'm 32. And then as I'm saying it, I'm just realizing I'm like, I'm a 32-year-old dog walker. Yep, that's what I do. And it was just this weird feeling of like, and I was like, it was just a weird moment of like, must that be weird for her to be like, this woman's 32. Why is she walking all these dogs? I don't know. Maybe that's my own judgment. But it was just, it's just weird because I don't think of myself as 32. I think of myself as like 20s and like, yeah, yeah. yeah. When I get carded, I'm like, yeah. And then when I don't get carded, I'm like, fuck you, man. Like, I get, like, so You think you're better than me? Yeah. You think you're better than me? me? You don't know me. You don't know how. You remind me of Knocked Up. You remind me of Knocked Up. You've seen that movie, Knocked Up, where she goes with a sister, and the sister's like, oh, he never cards me. And then the second time he cards her, and then he calls her old, and it's, like, the best scene in any movie ever. Seriously. Oh, it's a tough day. (laughs) You know what they do in the South is they call each other ma'am. Ma'am, no matter how old you are? I don't know. Or a little lady up until a certain age? You know what? I'm not sure, but (laughs) I get called a ma'am an awful lot. Oh, are you? do you consider yourself in the South? Technically, we're the first state in the South, Virginia. Oh, okay. I didn't know. But I get called ma'am quite often, and I just have to, like, not take it personally. Like, I'm just dignified. Yeah, that would bother me. I'm just classy. (laughs) I'm a classy ma'am. I'm just a classy lady. That's why they're calling me ma'am. 
That would bother me too. I get called hun. Here in the Northeast, everyone goes hun. And that feels like I could still be young, you know, a young hun. I like that better. Yeah. yeah. Hey, hun. Do you go. want your change, ma'am? Yeah. 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 Fuck you, mm. ma'am. I don't care for it. <laughs> uh, Marabella goes, I love getting carded and I don't like ma'am either. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. It's uh, not fun. What like, what's like? my seven-year-old ma'am? See if she's a ma'am. Is yeah. she a ma'am? I'm cool with it. What if is she? Not, is she a sweetie? I think she's darling. Darling. Oh, my God. Darlin. My grandparents always called me sweet darling. Hi, sweet mm, darling. That's all, nice. Because they're from the South. They're... Justine says, LOL, I call older people honey. <laughs> oh, you also, you, Justine, you also call just like us honey. I remember that on the phone call. You call honey. Oh, and so does uh, Christian. What the fuck, Justine? You call older people honey? <laughs> yeah, you yeah. called us? A, what are you trying to fuck, say, man? Justine? <laughs> so does Christian. Uh, she does calls she? honey. She goes, okay, she honey. honey. But I think that's sweet. I think that's sweet. Um, <laughs> anyway. Woo! Anything else on this topic? No, I think Something. we're good. I think we're good. I think we got that all out. Well, yeah, um, if you have opinions on this, let us know. Because I do think this is a really interesting topic, and I do think it's going to continue to evolve as time goes on. And I do think that this is a good place to talk about it because I really mm-hmm. feel like everyone should – I'm telling you, up until the retreat, which is like three weeks ago, I felt imprisoned by my desire to, like, fix this thing or enhance this thing and my judgment about it. And then I felt like I was freed from it. And now I'm like, what else can I – what else do I feel empowered to do? What else and I can really I feel what else can I do? And I feel really um, I feel really inspired to empower other people to free themselves as well. So anyway, if uh, this resonates with you or if you guys want to talk about it, then uh, get in our private Facebook group, which is Inner Bloomers on Facebook. It's private, but you can request to join. Just search Inner Bloomers and we will let you in. Um, and yeah, there's all kinds of fun conversation happening in there. Uh, Justine says, LOL, well, I call everyone honey, but older people over 50s look at me weird, but I think is funny. All right, Justine, you go <laughs> All right, ahead. Justine, that's fine then. <laughs> I'm going to see her, I think, tomorrow or Tuesday, and I'm going to call you honey intentionally. <laughs> see, see how she plays to it. Let's see how she um, plays. By the way, Justine, everyone freaking loved you on our podcast. Uh, Justine was on several, uh, just just like six episodes ago or so, doing um, sh- talking about feng, feng shui. shui. And today I had a conversation with my partner about moving my desk, but uh, I don't think it's gonna. I don't think it's gonna happen. We tried. We're trying to figure it out about the wall behind me, but yeah. uh, it's just. I bought a money plant, a money tree. Oh, good. How's I'm it been? It. How's it been going? I'm, I'm killing it. You're killing. You're killing. You're literally killing. I'm the plant. literally killing it. <laughs> I thought Not you like, meant like I'm oh, killing, I'm killing it. it. Like I'm making you're it rain. Like, Okay. No, the leaves are like I'm killing it, shriveling up, and I'm like, oh shit, that's not good. (laughs) That can't be a good thing for my money tree. It's like there's no money here. No, no. I had friends over last night, and they were like, "Uh, that's not a good thing. And I was like, worry about yourself, mind your business, okay? Can you sage plants? I'm cool. That's a good idea. I think I might (laughs) get that bad juju out of there. Yeah. Uh, Justine said, yay, hello, you ladies are cracking me up. Well, we aim to please, Justine. We aim to please. Um, all right, let's thank our Patreons. Whitney Kanika, Tiffany Polito, Tammy Lip, Sheena Bowen, Sean Doe, Shannon McCoy, Sarah Meehan, Sammy Jean, Renee Hart, Priscilla Marquez, Nicola Pierce, Mimi of Netter, Maribella Muncie, Mandy Ford, Lisa Perez, Kellyanne Bates, Kasha Boshnevich, Jamie McMahon, Jamie Edwards, Jamie Purinton, Heather Kiefer, Grace, Dana McFadden, Cheyenne Carroll, Charm City Foster Mama on Instagram, Kara Miranda, Bex Boo, Alex Latiri, Alex Anderson, Adonica Haskell, and Nike. Thank you so much for supporting the show. We love you. Um, we just did our our public conversations with Arc Nine, where Ambi channels and uh, gets into a state, and then all of our Patreons get to ask a question or two. Um, but we, uh, we also do a private conversations with arc nine where Ambrosia channels as well, but instead of like everyone asking one question, um, the people who are in the specific tier, we go on zoom and they get to actually do like private coaching with arc nine for 10 minutes, um, twice a month. So 20 minutes a month. 
Um, and we've had a really awesome group going for the past several months and people really, really moving through some of their shit with it. So it's been pretty cool to watch people grow. Um, yeah. So if that's of interest to you, then go check out our Patreon page. Um, and I believe that is the Cocoon tier if you w- want to get in on that for next month. We already have like one or two new people joining for next month. So Also, we are going to be playing around with channeling. I was told to start channeling Archangel Michael. And we're going to do that Ooh. privately with our patrons. Um, they're going to get, you know, first crack at it once we figure out. When are we? We should do that soon. You want to do that the first week of November? Yeah. We should do that the first week of November. Yeah. That means we have to practice. All right. Let's practice. Oh, my God. I totally forgot about that. I'm so excited. Um, let's practice this week since we like blocked out those three days for oh. stuff. And well, if you can, because I know your schedule is weird. Okay. Oh, Justine said use ice cubes to water your money tree. Hmm. Why ice cubes? Because it can only take certain um, water, not certain water, a certain amount of water, a limited amount of water. Uh, oh, Justine, I need to talk to you about my money tree because honestly, I feel like the container is too small. But the other container is too big and it doesn't have drain holes. I'm not happy about it. it. It's totally fine. And then with the ice cubes, like, I just need help. Just help me. Well, you're going to see her, so it sounds like she will help you. Um, Marabella said, I've been giving my plants spirulina. Hmm. What's that? Spirulina. It's stuff we drink every day for, through Purium. It helps. Is it called something else? No, spirulina. It's like a very, it's a superfood. Huh. I'm going to check um, it out. Yeah, Justine said it helps manage water. Interesting. Learning. So you got to write a book, girl, if you haven't already. Please do. Um, and you need a podcast. Because um, I need to Eyebrow raise. You can't tell, but I'm raising my eyebrows. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, everyone. Well, we love you so much. Happy Sunday slash Monday. Uh, and until next time, keep on If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would give us a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. If you'd like to get in touch for a reading with Ambie, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, we would love to hear from each and every one of you. And you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast. Until next time, remember, open your heart to the seeds of love and life and bloom from within. 